Welcome to Please Expand Podcast, where we expand on topics pertaining to mental health, lifestyle, and friendships. I'm your host, Genesis, and there is nothing I love more than gathering around and having healing conversations that come from the soul. Hi, friends. Oh, shoot. I didn't even realize like what to call you. Okay, so today joining me is um, a good friend. I mean, we haven't spent a lot of time together, but in the time that we've spent, it's been very enlightening for me personally. Um, He is a hairstylist based off of LA. Uh, He has also just started his foundation, Hey Leche Foundation. And well, what else would you call yourself? Like, what would you call yourself? A human. How about that? I like that. (laughs) Yeah. No, I was just doing my part to do my part. So, um, yeah. But I do go by Lecha a lot. A lot of people call me Lecha. Um, I do have a name, but we don't talk about that. And uh, no, my name is Thomas Navarro. But... Yeah, I, like, I have you under your. I have you under your name in my phone. Right. Which is interesting because you would think people would just put like Lecha. I don't For know sure. if people put Lecha in. Always. Usually. A lot yeah. of people don't even know my name. They're like, "What is your name?" And then when I tell them it's Thomas, they're like, mm, "No, nah, I'll stick with Lecha." I was like, all right, that sounds good with me. But I do have more people. I have it in phrases I like to say. Like my family growing up or my friends growing up call me Tommy. Um, any of my corporate world associates, mm-hmm. Thomas or Tom. And then the rest of the world, Lecce. Yeah. Do you have a preference? Uh, no. It just depends. You could be like, hey, you. And I'd be like, what? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> That's <"It."> me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tell me. So you have had... When we first met, you talked a little bit about like the switch that you made. You weren't always doing hair. Correct. So what, like, give us a summary of how that, that part of your life. A quick summary will, will be, uh, so I was, um, I was deep in upper management and corporate, a corporate world, right? In sales. And uh, I had a, a lunch with um, the vice president of the company. And he just asked me what my goals were for the next five years. I don't know if he was just feeling me out or what, what he just, he just asked me. And at that time, my mom was 60 and my mom had already been talking about retiring at 65. So she, she's the first thing that popped into my head. I'm like, look, my mom uh, is 60. She wants to retire at 65. She's owned a business at that time was like 20, 21 years. Um, and she came to this country not knowing how to read or write in her language, let alone this language. And for her to run a business for that long, that's inspiring and I would hate to see her business retire with her. So I either go in and manage her salon or get into the field. And he was so drawn back by that answer. He was just saying like, you know what? Most people always make it about themselves, what they want to accomplish and you made it about somebody else. And he, he just started telling the office about it. It was just the talk of the day. And at that point, I kind of took it like a knock on the head, like, hello, like if this is what I really want to do, then what am I doing here? And I kid you not, two days later, I rolled into beauty school. So she owned a beauty salon. I went to beauty school. I need to know the business to run the business. And now it's eight years later. So you went from like corporate to something completely different. You don't like, I, like I wouldn't associate hair or it's not so much cosmetology. It's mostly hair that you focus on. Right. Well, I mean, either way, I do barber work, if one might okay. say, or not even that. Like, I feel like I do a lot of hairstyling. I do color. I do a little bit of everything. I do do a longer hair, female hair, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't prefer it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that I know how to do it is, is always a, a, an advantage. 
Um, but yeah, like I didn't know a lick of it. I didn't, I went there I my whole mindset was just to manage her business, not even get into it. And for nine months, I did both. I went to court, like did my eight to five, then two hour, like an hour lunch kind of thing, like on the way home, mm-hmm. then work from seven to midnight and then still drive. Like I had a, I had a crazy nine months to, to, uh, finally come to the realization of, you know what, I'm, I'm tired of working for someone else, you know? So, so were, when, were there ever any moments where you felt discouraged or unmotivated or it's like, am I? Not, not with hair so much. Like I think hair is, it, it takes a backseat to, to what my real passion is, which is people. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's, it's a common trait or personality or things that, that hairdressers chase is the connection with other people. And I used to develop a lot of people, um, in the company. I was in charge of 300 people, developing them, developing them, making them into leaders, you know, just making sure that what our goals were for the company, I could get them out of the people that I had managed. So now I had a, a, an even better motive to do it because it's not what I want or what the company wants. It's what the individual sits in my chair wants. And when I first started, I had a chalk wall. I painted a one wall with black chalk and I would make my clients write their goal for the year and sign it, date it and sign it little kids adults it didn't matter and they're like what i've never done it i'm like i don't care what do you want to achieve this year and it's just like it sparked that that interest of hey man like anything we want to accomplish we can't accomplish we just got to feed it water you know like plant the seed and give it water so um now it's i mean i'm grateful to say i've done it worldwide you know i've gone being able to go to different countries and do the same thing and inspire others so yeah i think that's my passion hair is just eh. Hair's a vehicle, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost like a, a vessel. Correct. Um, and then also, like, even as you're saying how your first motivation was your mom. Correct. It almost Yo, takes... say something about my mom again. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about her again. Um, it, it almost like, and, I, and we were talking about this earlier, like taking pressure. It almost takes the pressure because you're not thinking about uh, your own limitations. Instead, Correct. you're thinking about, like, how can I make this happen for someone else? Right. The, the objective was to retire my mom. And mm-hmm. we did. It took us more than five years, it took us six years, but I'm glad to say that she doesn't have to work, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it, well, I tell that, I say the same thing. What better motivation than your mom, you know? Like, mm-hmm. so, I mean, I don't tell them about their mom. I'm just saying <laughs> yeah. one's, one's own mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I know like when I, in the conversations that you and I have had, I always leave feeling like inspired, motivated. Uh, Cause I mean, you were saying you focus on other people, like right. planting that seed in other people. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely been an experience of mine with mm-hmm. you. Uh, what would you say is like the importance of people having a passion or a purpose? That's huge. Having uh, that last part, mm-hmm. having a purpose is huge. I tell a lot of people, if you don't have a purpose, then you'll fall for any cause. And that's that's what we see in day and age. People mm-hmm. fall for so many causes. It's because of this or because this cause or, you know, I don't even want to throw examples out. But just think of 2020 and to now. So many causes came out of this and everybody was just falling in line with it. And, and I used to always tell people, I'll give the example. BLM was a huge example, right? And, and um People, I was approached in my DMs and verbally this and that, like, hey, silence is violence. You know, how come you're not saying anything about it? I'm like, look, I'm going to tell you something. I was about it before this. I'm about it today. And I'm about I'm gonna be about it tomorrow. I go, you're in it because it's trending. We'll talk about this tomorrow in the future. 
And look at them now. They're not about it anymore. Where, where, where's anybody at with BLM? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a, a phase. Like, if you're not living it day in, day out, and you just, you're part of the hype, then you're part of the problem, I think. You know, so, um, yeah, you got to have a purpose. You got to find what is that one thing that you want to do that's not going to stop you from accomplishing it, mm-hmm. no matter what your circumstances. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of people have circumstances. We all have different circumstances. I mean, children are, are one of them, you know, it's a life, that's a human that you're raising, a huge responsibility. And my answer will be, so? My mom raised four, yeah. you know? So, I mean, like, it's just, there's like, going to be examples of people doing it because they had no other option. Mm-hmm. People that, that I use, like BMW, right? Everything's of a car, but I'm saying... Anybody who bitches about it, moans about it, or whines about it, isn't about it. Because there's other people that do it, and they just didn't have an option. You have an option. You in general, not you. You in general have an option, hence why we have these excuses, have this wiggle room, have this, and because of that, and because of that, just get her done. That's mm-hmm. it. If 10 years, five, you're on your own timeline. And if you get it done, then you got it. You know? so, when, so when you say, like, excuses, what, <clears throat> what do you tell people when they're like when you're like you could like you could do this this and that and they're like but there's this there's this there's this like how do you um or how would you help people not look at the excuses but more focus on the goal i i speak very blunt Mm -hmm. so when somebody says but i respond with what comes out of butts what comes out of butts exactly (laughs) so anything that you say and you add a butt Mm -hmm. shit is going to come out of your mouth after that Mm -hmm. so like you got to have that motivation. If I want to achieve it, then achieve it. That's it. There's no, there's no wiggle room, you know? And another one is like, I speak to a lot of people like in the thousands. Right. And I tell everybody only the hungry will eat. Mm -hmm. So I want to speak to the hungry. So when I speak in masses, I speak in appetizers, like snacks, actually Mm -hmm. snacks, just little jams. Let's see little food. Let's see who's hungry for more. Mm-hmm. The people who are hungry for more, they'll come to the side and kind of have a like, little one-on-one. Okay, I'll give them a little appetizer. All right? Mm-hmm. Those now will lead to the dinner, like the big Senna, and that would be a one-on-one conversation. I do three-day courses, one-on-one. And once we get through that, then my dessert is a senior success. Once you achieve what we just went through, the torture that I put you in three days, mm-hmm. then once you see it, and that could take one year, two years, it could take five years. Or it could take two months. You just got it so fast and you're accomplishing what you want to do. That life-changing aha moment. Then that's when I have my dessert. Your success is my dessert. So, but there is like, it's just got to be clean cut. The ugly truth. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And there's so many, um, there's also so many, well, me coming from a perspective of like, but I understand people, like I understand why people focus on excuses. I and it's, there's like this mental, there's these mental blocks. Correct. And if you're going through like this three-day course and you're being challenged at every turn, mm-hmm. it's almost like, well, it's this idea of like wanting to be better though. Wanting to like, what's the next step? How can I level up? How can I get to this other part? That, that, that ideology is the 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 trendsetters the, mm-hmm. they're following the trend how can i mm-hmm. level up yeah how can you level up how can you how can you get to know you why are you trying to get to another level if mm-hmm. you're, you're not even carrying you with you you're carrying who you're portraying with you mm-hmm. and we have to remove that like yeah. number one i have questions i sent out 
And in asterisks, in bold, you have to come vulnerable. If you don't come vulnerable, then what's the whole point? Mm-hmm. If you come with this facade, then it's not going to work. It's, it's from the get, it's not going to work. And that's with anybody that I talk to. And it's just, and even if you try to fluff it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see through it. I'm going to see through it. I'm going to hit you where it hurts. And it's just like, hey, remember, you're paying for this. I'm not here to fucking be, oh, whatever. I got paid. No, I'm yeah. going to put you through the grinder. and Tears are going to come out. You yeah. know? So, I'm going to give you what you're paying for. Exactly. And and it's, it's uh, but I love, I love seeing these life-changing moments. And, and like, no, as long as God, him, or her, and I know, I'm good. You know, we know how it happened. This is your journey. No matter what, your accomplishments are your accomplishments because you did the action from through and through. Mm-hmm. I just gave you a map. Um, how would you say that you, because you speak to a lot of people, you work with a lot of people, how do you distinguish your own passions or your own, like yourself, Correct. from the trend, from that group of people? Because so many people do follow trends. For sure, for sure. It's just part of the business, you know, like it's part of, of what's on the plate. Like, you know, a lot of people avoid their veggies or their greens or whatever. Like, it's just a part of the, the job description of it being my purpose on earth, you know. So dealing with with the like. They, they say people people drain you, you know, like if you talk to a lot of people, people will be draining. They drain your energy and this and that. I always will return it. Well, why don't you have enough energy for everybody? Mm-hmm like have enough room for everybody, everybody. Once again, it's making it about them. And everybody says, well, what, what's, when is your time to energize? On the drive home, on the walk to the restroom, mm-hmm. on everything. Like how often do you talk to yourself? How often are you self-aware of what's going on? How often are you taking yourself out of the emotional picture and analyzing the situation to be like, okay, okay, I could have done this, I could have done that, 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 that. Okay, come back in, boom, mm-hmm. you know? And it was a, the conversation that we had previous is like trying to avoid the narcissism, you know? Trying to avoid the the ego part of this this life that we, it's our story, it's my world, you just live in it, you mm-hmm. know? We are all on borrowed time, this is nobody. We we, we said this, I think, at, at the foundation, like mm-hmm. I don't own anything in this world. Not a single thing, not even the vessel that I'm wearing right now, aka my body, like nothing is mine. So if we treat it like if it's, it belongs to somebody else, then we take a lot. We take care of our conversations. We take care of the words that come out of our mouth. We take care of our body, even though I'm fun song. Like everything that we do is just, we do with a bit more care. So. Yeah. So feeding, feeding ourselves, like when people do say like, I just gave all my energy to other people or I don't have enough energy right. anymore, but turning it back and that's making um, it about you. Yeah. Like a self, but oh. so would you say it's okay. So then would, so is self-reflection. Okay. Correct. Okay. Um, Cause you said that's making it about you. When you said, I don't have enough. I oh, just yes. gave okay. everybody is like, what was mm-hmm. me? Yeah. 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 BMW. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. my God, I'm so drained from today. What was me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 the cancerous. That's the thing that that kind of makes you think like, oh, like I'm already you, a victim. You had to give mm-hmm. your energy to someone yeah, else. But those were choices that we make every day. The formula is simple. I, I'm a, if I make it about ten people, mm-hmm. guess what? The ten people will make it. If I make it about them, they'll make it about me. Mm-hmm. I'm one person giving to ten. At any moment, those ten could give to me. It's, it's easy math. 
So if I give it to 3,000, then 3,000 will give to one, you mm -hmm. know? So it's just, it, just simplify your life. And like, we're tougher than what we think. It's just society right now is, is what was me. It's a what was me mentality, you know? So, um, yeah. And, and I, I do want to bring a top, like touch, like on our culture, right? We talk about our culture and our environment and our product of our environment. And to me, there's an age limit where that, that excuse is good. Mm, that That's good. Yeah. Do you no. get what I'm saying? Like yeah, you could yeah, use yeah. that when you weren't in control of your life. Mm -hmm whether it be 18 or 26 or 30, whatever moment at the moment you decide that you're going to take over is a moment. Everything behind you doesn't make any, doesn't matter anymore mm -hmm. because what I ate yesterday doesn't make me full today. Mm -hmm. So what am I eating today? What information am I eating? What am I trying to make serve myself as far as like motivation goals achieve or anything? And what is that going to set the tone for tomorrow? Yeah. Yesterday's done already. So yeah. And there are so many, I mean, that's what a lot of what like depression is, is that um, being stuck in the past and then anxiety is worrying about the future, but where we can be at a more medium is when we are focusing on the present. Like what, what can I, and I love that part where you said like, when we no longer had control, cause as children, we can't control the space we're in, where we mm -hmm. go, how people talk to us, Correct. who we're around. But when we get to that point, when we can start, controlling and making those decisions for ourselves. That could That's be true. early like, at seven years old. There's always going to be scapegoats. There's plenty of scapegoats. Mm -hmm. There's few goats, the greatest of all time, right? Yeah. So it's just deciding what you want to be. Another one I, I like to say is like, I could, I could do it both ways, right? Like if we're doing the religious side, I, I want to follow the shepherd, not the sheep. Mm -hmm. Or if I'm talking about just people in general, the person that I want to be, I'd rather be the shepherd than the sheep, right? I'd rather be the one that's shining the light, telling people where to go. Hey, take this route. This is safer. I have a higher advantage or whatever it may be about what a shepherd does. But it's just we, we, we're focused on what others may think or what others may say. Depression, anxiety is so high. Why? Because we're, we're not who we are. We, mm -hmm. We're trying to be who we're portraying to be. Yeah, and taking a highlight reel, yeah. a highlight reel, a highlight reel, a highlight reel, which is, it's not realistic. Mm -hmm. It's not realistic. And avoiding pain, I think that's like, I'm going to transition into pain. Like, who, well, I don't understand the, the wanting to avoid pain, mm -hmm. you know? What if pain is your best friend? Where do you go with your best friend? Where do you go with your best friend? Um... To like go hang out, I don't know, hang out, go bars, shopping, clubs, Disneyland, yeah. shopping. Yeah. You take them everywhere you go, right? Mm -hmm. Do you ever have rough times with your best friend? Yeah. Do you ever want to leave your best friend? No. So your pain should be your best friend. Mm -hmm. And every now and then, pain will surprise, will be bigger than what you can control. But I'm, a pain is going to ride with me because there's I can't avoid pain. Mm -hmm. So why am I making it an enemy? I'd rather make it my friend. In your opinion, why do you uh, think? people or where do you think the avoidance of pain comes from the risk the risk of getting hurt the risk of feeling that that low mm -hmm. what's wrong with the low? even though they're probably already like holding on to that pain and not or um, not dealing with pushing it, it down yeah mm -hmm. is already causing this pain mm -hmm. so many, that's why so many people go into like they seek fulfillment in these outside factors instant fulfillment mm -hmm. yeah instant gratification and, and nothing in this world 
no solution in this world is external. Everything mm -hmm. is internal. Everything. Whether I want to achieve this and I don't get it, I don't get it. I didn't get it today. Doesn't mean I'm not going to get it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And if I give up on this, I never really wanted it. So no matter what, I'm not going to cry over anything. Like not physically cry, but just like whine or, you know, like you, the hungry will eat. I'll go back to that. The hungry mm -hmm. will eat. If I'm hungry, I'm going to eat. I'm going to go and I'm attack. I'm attack until I get what I want. So, I mean, there's, it's just, how can I put it? It's just how hungry are you? You know, are you hungry for the attention? Or are you hungry for the solution? Would you say that it's okay to be hungry for, um, like wanting to be in the spotlight or there's nothing wrong with wanting to as be in long the as you like own it and you're like this is now you own it is you understand that it's a spotlight mm. and a spotlight goes out it comes with yeah and a spot Ooh. and mm -hmm. a spotlight can get turned to somebody else who's bigger or shinier or brighter mm -hmm. you don't own the spotlight it's on borrowed time yeah it's just being a self-aware mm -hmm. you know it's going back to what i was saying about being the hand you know like being the ham and being this this center of attention and being able to move a room and shake it and like be entertaining understand that you can do that but that isn't you mm -hmm. that is a moment of your time at that time because you can't carry that energy 24 7. Mm -hmm. you can't be depressed 24 7. people say that oh all day i was depressed no you probably saw a TikTok that made you laugh boom it broke that depression like i think our emotions are the most deceiving things we own because they're so fleeting, they're temporary, they're passing, and everyone experiences. And they're false. Mm -hmm. And they're false. Emotions are real. Let me go back. Like what you initially as feel. As a mental health professional, I must correct. say that no, emotions, emotions are real. Are real. Like the initial emotion is real. What I meant to say, let me elaborate, mm -hmm. is the aftermath. Whether you decide to carry that emotion further mm -hmm. is up to you. That's a choice. Yeah. But the initial like. Oh, loss of a parent, a loss of a friend, a loss of a pet, yeah. anything. Like anything that you hold value and you lose it, the initial, it will be there. Mm -hmm. But what you do after that, that's a choice. So there was something that you mentioned about focusing on other people and how the world doesn't revolve around us. Correct. Uh, and that's something that, that's actually something that I, it's one of my values is like people will, People always want to talk about themselves. Mm -hmm. uh, they are always going to be invested in a conversation or feel closer to you if they're talking more about themselves than mm -hmm. you are about you. Mm -hmm. uh, so then how maybe for those that it's like not natural, like maybe they grew up in like where they were the firstborn child. They were always getting that attention or um, like how do you and also I don't know if you've read that book, uh, The Four Amendments mm -hmm. and how one of the them four is agreements? Like, the uh, four agreements. Mm -hmm. Yes not taking things personally mm -hmm. like the world does not revolve around you mm -hmm. i remember a friend said that to me a long time ago and she said it like kind of spitefully mm -hmm. she's like the world doesn't revolve around you and it created this huge mind shift mm -hmm. of course at first i was like what the world it, does not revolve does. around me <laughs> and then i was like you know what you're right it doesn't revolve around me right. like someone else's actions aren't necessarily about me it's their own perception of themselves maybe their own insecurities mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but how can that shift like how do you help people connect with that like that it's not about you that that's temporary it's it's reading it's cutting through the bs mm -hmm. right okay like if if i hear a lot of i i i or you know mm -hmm. i mean it depends on the, the conversation we're having right if yeah. it's a casual conversation like i'll go along with it and 
And yeah, I'll, you're like not always on this mode. Of I, I know. Unfortunately, I am. <laughs> uh, that's just me. <laughs> unfortunately, I, I am because if it's too much BS, I will check them. Mm-hmm. Or if they contradict themselves in the same conversation, I'll, I'll check them. Um, but it because it's a habit. Being self-aware is is, is practice. Mm-hmm. Being self-aware yeah. is, is con- continuous, continuous efforts of being reflective. like reflective of what I'm doing and what what we're actually what what ripples on the on the water are we creating? You mm-hmm. know, so I think just like anything else, like the wanting to get better has to be there. So if you want to get better and me checking you, it won't be a problem because this is what you want. Mm-hmm. Now, if somebody, if I check somebody and they don't want to listen, hear it, or they just like brush me off, whatever, then I'll let it be and let it, them live their life. And like only the hungry will eat. Like I can't force a change on somebody that doesn't want to change. Plus, life will already do it. I've had m- multiple situations where I'll say like, "Hey, be careful because this is going to happen in the future if you continue this path." Mm-hmm. And then they don't listen to me, and then it happened, and I they come back to me. I'm like, "You see, I love teaching in mysterious ways." But it's not really me. It's like mm-hmm. God will, if hey, God will teach you. You know, like mm-hmm. like you're gonna learn your lesson no matter what. Or I mean, you're gonna go through the experience. Who knows if you'll learn the lesson? So, um, but yeah, it's just if, if and when you're mindful to yourself and to to what's going on in not so much the world as far as like politics, society, or anything like that. Just I'll leave it on this: you're not special. You're not unique. You're not one of a kind. And that's a, that's the message that we like people, well, a lot of people in America, because we're so individualistic, like mm-hmm. you are special. Mm-hmm. You are one of a kind. Um, and it goes into like this growth mindset, fixed mindset of like, I need I, this achievement to make me feel special. I got to be unique. Mm-hmm. I got to be different. Yeah. I got to be first. Yeah. And those are usually the people that are like, not they're just seeking validation that external validation yeah so the the idea that we have here i guess yeah i mean united states uk and any i guess first world country is that we need to be different or we are different but i could take you to any part of the world and every person that's ever lived has lived through happiness Mm -hmm. sadness frustration anger depression rage like has had evil thoughts has had amazing gold dreams like we all go through the same emotions, emotions, same States. experiences, like just mm-hmm. the story changes. That's the only thing that changes. Mm-hmm. I, I give this example. It's kind of an extreme example. But if you have a single parent that has a daughter and that daughter loses her mom, that pain versus a super wealthy family that the parents ignore the daughter, mm-hmm. but all they give her is her iPad and her iPad breaks. What, what pain's heavier? Well, I mean, that iPad was a source of comfort, which is probably the same as like, and they still don't have their parents present. Correct. So it's kind of like the loss may feel the same for each of them. Right. But the story is different. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the objective that I try to get. Everybody always says, the, oh, losing the mom, losing the mom, losing mm-hmm. the mom. But the other one never had a mom nor a dad. All she had was the iPad. So... It's the loss of something is the, the feeling and that that people people we can relate to every single person in the world. Mm-hmm. We just have to put ourselves in their moment, yeah, their human moment that they're having right now, and say, oh, okay, this is what they're going through. This mm-hmm. is the advice I can give them because I've been through that emotion. 
Yeah. That human emotion, not that experience, not that story, Mm -hmm. but that human emotion. And this is how I got out of it. Yeah. It's our common humanity. Like we've all experienced loss in some way. We've all experienced like what you were saying. Happiness, Um, grief. Yeah. And that's how, and that's how we build our empathy too, is like Mm -hmm. understanding that's I've always, when I was younger, I, I thought it was like a curse to understand so much of where people are coming from. I was like, Oh, I can't even be mad at you. Cause I know that there was probably this and this and that. Um, but now there's like a beauty to it. Cause it's like taking people as they are rather than just their actions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Every, everything is rooted from something else. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another, uh, I love that we just said right there. Like I use a simple, simple, um analogy i guess is if we go to go have dinner and our server comes and he flops our menu onto mm-hmm. our table we have a decision to make right there our initial reaction would be like what the fuck right yeah, our initial emotion upset, pissed off. Like, yeah but i can almost guarantee the next time that server comes back and we read their name badge and i go hey robert you doing okay today mm-hmm. now i just made it about him and he's gonna go ahead and what oh Oh, yes. And then he'll probably give us the best customer service. Yeah. But if we make it about ourselves saying, hey, I'm fucking unique. You got to treat me with respect. I'm paying da, 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 all that nonsense. You lose that whole one moment to, to shift someone's day. Like mm-hmm. you have the power to impact someone to the positive. Every single interaction, you have that power within you. Mm-hmm. What a waste if we don't use it, you know, take advantage of that power. Yeah. So. Like- yeah. Yeah, like remembering that, like we're all going through, like we all have our bad days. Correct. And Robert doesn't and, know us. Yeah. He probably He's the manager like, probably told him something, or the other table got him upset, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Robert just met us, and he's already given us attitude, but it's not towards us. Like, we can't, sorry to cut you off, but it's not towards us. It's the, that there's something behind that that happened that caused that kind of like I'm done with this. I was he was ready to quit, and then we mm-hmm. could have flipped his mind, you know? Yeah. So. Like. Going back to that, um, not taking things personally. Mm-hmm. The world doesn't revolve around us. Exactly. A lot of the time, people act in a way not because of us, but because of whatever is going on with them. With them. Yeah. And their, what you said earlier, their insecurities. Their, there's a lot of projection in the world. And I would say only the truth hurts. A lot of people will say a lot of things about me, mm-hmm. which I don't think they do, but <laughs> they can. But mm-hmm. only the truth hurts. Like, I'm not Cinderella. Like, Somebody could say something, whatever about me. Mm-hmm. If I get, if anybody gets, all right. If I tell you something about you and there's some pinch of emotion, like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Oh, there's some truth behind that. So that's yeah. when self-awareness comes in. Yes. And that's when you have to be like, wait, why did I get, why did that move me? Why did that mm-hmm. create an initial reaction? Why was I triggered by it? There must be some truth behind it. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I love that. And that's so true. And the more we, like, there's definitely been things that people, well, uh, Nick, he'll, there's times where he's, when we're fighting, he'll be like, oh, you're selfish. Right. And it would always piss me off because I'm like, <laughs> I'm not selfish. I'm the most selfless person. But there is an air of me that, like, is selfish. Or, right. um, like, when I did more self-reflection, because that's something that was used against me when I was younger. Right. Was something that was said to me. And so with that comes the acceptance of, you know what? Maybe it's okay for me to be selfish. Like, why does there have to be this negativity tied to it? If I know in my own, if I'm okay with the rest of my actions. If you are selfish and you don't mind that characteristic, Mm -hmm. then be selfish. You just cannot be upset when the people around you that don't like selfish people Mm -hmm. are no longer around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you're going to be the characteristic that you want to be and the person, this is who I want to be, 
then okay, that comes with like everything comes with consequences, mm-hmm. right? So, like even you asking me like what sign I was, you know, and I remember learning about signs like in 2006 or something. Somebody <laughs> that told was me, a back then thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was right. Well, I mean, it no, was it's my, still pretty. Chubby, it was my birth. It was my birthday. No, you, <laughs> check how I used it for my advantage, but. It was my birthday, and shout out to Virgo. She, you know, so they introduced me to her, and she's like, "Oh, it's your birthday! Oh, so you're an Aries?" And I was like, "What the fuck? Like, what are you, a Virgo?" So to this day, I call her Virgo. Mm-hmm. That's our first interaction, you know. And I'm like, I had nothing. I didn't know anything about horoscopes or zodiacs. Mm-hmm. And um, so then she started putting me on game, you know. So I started reading the characteristics, and I was like, "Damn, you know what? Like, I am short tempered." I am a little hothead. I am impulsive. I am impatient. And so then I started working on minimizing those those mm-hmm. characteristics and controlling that impatience, that impulsiveness, that hothead. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think you can find a person that's ever seen me upset. It's been, it has to be, you have to go way back, you know? So because there's nothing in this world that should move me like that. I'm in control of what I want to, to do. Those traits are still in here and mm-hmm. they'll, they'll sneak out every now and then, but it's at a more controlled rate. So, and sometimes it's a good thing too. Sorry, I didn't mean no, to yeah, no, go ahead. I can. Oh, I was like, I wanted you to finish oh, your thought, but it's um, it's it's a good thing too to be some of these characteristics. Right. Like one of mine is uh, stubborn or mm-hmm. rebellious. Mm-hmm. But the ways that I've seen it is like I'm stubborn, and where like if I, if something is gonna be, if there's a value that I have, like right. that's the value that I'm gonna stick with. Right. Or my rebellion has come out of like not wanting to repeat cycles that my right. family was doing. Right. And so like even looking and going back to how. Um, you said that we have these emotions and sadness and a lot of the times like people are like i don't want to be sad or i don't want to be this and this and that but it's part of what also makes like happiness so good or joy other, so yeah. good you can't have or, one without the other yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's like if we were in a happy state all the time yeah people like when people say about anything anything you know violent or anything mm-hmm. you know the war or rape or any, all these serious, serious conversations that people want to avoid and not have, you have to understand without the quote unquote bad, mm-hmm. there is no quote unquote good. Like there's, that's a scale of volume. There's, mm-hmm. there's no way around it, you know? So, I mean, there's no need to fight it is what I'm, I guess what I'm trying to get mm-hmm. to. And, and being, I, I wouldn't even say that stubborn. Like if it's a value and it's a principle, like that's just a line that you're not crossing. Right. So that's just my principle. If you don't have my values, I'm not being stubborn. You're just being not like we just don't see eye to eye, you mm-hmm. know? So I don't think that's being stubborn. Stubborn is like in my eyes is like if you know you're incorrect or they brought in facts to you like, hey, you're like, look, you made a mistake here. And you're like, nope, nope, nope. Mm-hmm. To me, that's being stubborn, you know? So but anyways, but going back to to like reading the horoscopes, I use that so much in my leadership because then I'll find out whose birthday, what sign my, my employees were, mm-hmm. and I would motivate them, inspire them the way they wanted to be inspired. Mm-hmm. So then that's, that's once you start reading, like the more people you inter, you know interact with and stuff like that, you start kind of like, mm, I think this is a presence of this, this, this. I see how they move. I see how they act. I see how they're talking. I see how emotional they are, this and that. So then you're, you start getting tuned in to how to motivate them, inspire them, or mm-hmm. maybe see them a different, like show them a different way or whatever it may be. But yeah, it's I people watch. I I can have a conversation with you. We're having dinner, and I know what's here, there, there, there. Like I know what's going on around me. What conversation pieces they probably had, just because little keywords catch me, catch my attention. 
but like I'll be here too. I mean, obviously, if ten percent is there, then only ninety percent is here. But then I'll know who left the room, what what they were about, this that night, and people sitting with me and be like, "What the fuck? Like I didn't even see who was next to us." You know, mm-hmm. it's just being in tune with the room, with the world, with the energy around you. You know, yeah, making it out about yourself. Yeah, and then going back to like stepping into people's shoes and understanding like what are their preferences, mm-hmm. their own like tendencies, um, and tailoring it. Yeah, yeah. And so many uh, in so much leadership, like that's not the case. It's like this is how I'm gonna do it, yeah. and everyone has to follow suit. That's that's a boss, not a leader. Mm. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Boss has a title. Oh, that's a perfect transition. Okay, a boss has a title, title, and a leader does the action, right? So, but transitioning into titles, like we get, I was gonna bring it back to the family. Like you, this might be a crazy idea, but. Your mom is not mom. Mm-hmm. Your mom is a human. Mm-hmm. Yet we hold them to different standards, right? So if this human was treating you bad or making you feel bad, but she didn't have the title mom, she'll have the title acquaintance. Would you apply that information they're giving to you as heavy as this titled mom would? Mm. I don't know if I made sense. Okay. I feel like I might be getting what you're so putting your, down. So your mom tells you, uh, one thing you mentioned, mm-hmm. your mom tells you, ah, you got thick legs. Mm-hmm. And yeah. this this person that you just met at the event says, damn, you got thick legs. Like the weight of their words or the weight of their Correct. messages. Correct. Well, okay, going back to like if those messages were told to me as a kid, where it's like my only perception of the world is what people think of me, mm-hmm. it might be different. But as I got older, my own personal experience, I was able to see those messages or those words as a product of how she, of what was going on with her. Correct. Rather than me. But in the same situation, Mm -hmm. why does this one hold stronger than this one? Because one of them is like my my caretaker. She's not anymore. Not anymore. She hasn't been for a long time. Yeah. Like that's that's where we get stuck on on I don't know if that was the best example, but we get stuck on mom, dad, brother, cousin, mm-hmm. um, best friend. Like these are all the, and the expectations exactly of how tied they in be. It, uh-huh, mm-hmm. tied into a label. Okay, tied in. Now I get that. Yes. yes, yes. It's not. It's a human. Mm-hmm. It's a human going through emotional shit. Mm-hmm. It's a human experiencing mm-hmm. life. And guess what? The age gap between you and that person. They lived almost, if not twice as much as you have. Mm-hmm. They've gone through everything. They understand what you're going through. Mm-hmm. We might not understand what they're going through. Why? Because we haven't lived it. Mm-hmm. So us being more open and more thoughtful of, or more present with the idea of like, hey, what what is this person going through? Mm-hmm. What is this person going through that that statement came out of their mouth? Because I know that their intent is not to hurt me. Right, but what is it? It's the same thing we just used as a waiter. Yeah. But no, mom has an expectation. Like my mom shouldn't be treating me like this. Yeah. My mom shouldn't be saying, "My mom's putting me, me, ma. She's doing this to me, me." Ah, here comes the ego. Here comes the narcissist. Yeah. Here comes the making it about me instead of making it about my mom. What does my mom need? What does this human need? That's titled mom. Yeah. So, I think like 
that shift has to happen. And whenever you decide that it's not about myself, it's about others. And I'm telling you, like the stress, pressure, all that thing that, that we decide to take on is not real. It's not there because it doesn't matter. If I say it doesn't matter. It's like matter, perceived how you perceive it to be. If it doesn't matter what I go through, mm-hmm. I'm trying to make sure what you go through. Because guess what? The same person that's giving you this advice, I, I'm, I'm with him 24-7. Mm-hmm. Right? And I got to be able to take that same pill. Mm-hmm. The difference, I mean, there's no visual, is that when I give you the pill, it's like this. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to me, it's like this. Yeah. And that's that perception. So you're essentially having to practice of, like me, yeah, like you're... I'm giving this to you, but this is something that I live I, I live every mm-hmm. day. Like, right. yeah. Also going back to like you, how you said, like it up until an age mm-hmm. is where when you have the control, you have also the mental capacity um, and the cognitive ability, like to be able to understand that, yes, when I was a kid, this, this is what my life consisted of, mm-hmm. but now I have the choice to, if this person is hurting me, then how do I create that? But there, there is no age. I, I want to make sure like the audience, that there is no age, a certain age that you mm-hmm. hit because a single mom could mm-hmm. go to work and the seven-year-old daughter has to take over two younger brothers. And that single, that daughter, seven years old, is going to make some heavy life decisions mm-hmm. of taking care of two children. Like, that maturity, that experience, the exposure that she got, she's going to be leveled up mm-hmm. by the time she gets to high school. Yeah. You know? So, I mean. Like, it's dependent. It's obviously not the same for everyone. It's just exposure. Mm-hmm. What you what are you exposed to? You know? And if you're exposed to, to critical thinking, exposed to, you know, being self-aware and, oh, I wasn't raised. I personally wasn't raised. The, the way I'm talking is not the way I was raised. Mm-hmm. You know, granted, my mom is a gangster. She does have that intuition, but she was at work as well. This is at one point in my life, I made the decision to read books and to search for this information, to mm-hmm. to do to work on the person that I that I'm gonna be. You know, there's my whole slogan: "Be legendary." It's a pursuit. I'm not saying I am legendary. Mm-hmm. It's be it. So I'm forever, never gonna get there. Why? Because if I got there, then I'll stop being it. Mm-hmm. So forever chase pursuit. That's why my two hashtags are be legendary and pursuit of greatness. Yeah. Cause it's like for as long as you're in this earth on this earth, taking those breaths and it's like, there's always um, something else room. Yes. There you go. Room for improvement. Yeah. As like I was saying earlier, like just doing this podcast has really pushed me to, um, have a lot of awareness about my own <clears throat> my own tendencies, like mm-hmm. why I do things, why I like things to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. And realizing that, wow, like I thought I was pretty aware, pretty like well off, like I had, you know, I guess essentially all my ducks in a row. Mm-hmm. And there's still things that I'm discovering about myself that are gonna um that where that pursuit is still there. Like I still yeah. wanna be inspiring be this be this and and i'll i'll give you that optical illusion of having your ducks in a row your ducks on the row is when you look behind you Mm -hmm. but if you look ahead of you fuck my life's a mess Mm. elaborate explain that more because your future you are you your future you right now how you see yourself in the future no but (laughs) are your ducks in the row compared to your environment and who you used to be 
Um, yeah, I would say yes. So don't compare yourself to mm -hmm. now and, be, and yesterday. Mm -hmm. Compare yourself to tomorrow and the people of tomorrow. So yeah. then you're going to be like, oh, man, your ducks will never be in a row. And that, that takes me to the last time we were having a conversation where you're breaking down, like, right. um, there's these 10 things that you could be, you could do that you do. And then you have this, like the goal, essentially right. you start backwards. And in the beginning of the conversation, you're like, Oh, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. At the end of the conversation, you're like, fuck, like we, we snagged one out of the air. You're like, Oh yeah, I did think of that. I'm like, and it wasn't number one on your list. Yeah. To public speak in front of thousands of people, mm -hmm. you know? So it's like. It's so then, okay. So then my next question is like, how, like, what is advice on, um, challenging that fear? Cause where that was, when we were having that conversation, that was like, well, this is a big dream, but I don't know about touching that dream. You right. know, like I've never, it's something that feels like far away or feels like I need to have this and this and that for it for me to get there. You, you have to remove the if mm -hmm. we don't live in ifs. We live in is. So, well, if if this happens, then I can see myself doing it. Mm -hmm. No, I am doing it. This yeah. is gonna happen. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna. It might take me ten years, but it is going to happen. So, remove the ifs. Remove, like, anything. The what if? What if he's cheating on me? Mm -hmm. What if she's doing this? What if this? What if? What is what if? It's your mind playing tricks on you. Mm -hmm. It's your emotions getting a hold of you what is the reality you don't trust him so then have the trust conversation mm -hmm. and don't internally fight with yourself with the ifs what is it is what it is right so what is it and have that tough conversation mm -hmm. but to like confronting confronting mm, and scary it, it again the illusion there's this illusion a lot of the times like going skydiving the idea of it is scarier than maybe like when doing you're actually it. doing amazing. it amazing yeah, yeah. No, I loved. I love skydiving. Mm -hmm. Like, ooh. I don't know if I would do it again because of the baby, but um, yeah, and like stepping into being the person that you already want to be, stepping into that, and like again, that fake it till you make it, but just kind, like doing it, kind of fake it till you make it is. It's it's gone. It's 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 taking a turn. It's jump off the cliff, and figure figure how to fly. Mm -hmm. You know, because. Mm -hmm. Fake it till you make it eliminates the risk. Okay. Fake it till I make it. And if I don't make it, well, I was faking it anyway. I didn't yeah. invest anything into it. Mm -hmm. But if you invest jumping off the cliff, meaning, <laughs> what is it, uh, theoretically not, yeah, not, not actually, actually doing it. But like, this scares me, so I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to jump off and I'm going to figure it way out. Why? Because if it's not going to kill you, you're going to survive. It's as easy as that. Yeah. We're so all we're only exposed to first world shit, first world problems. Mm -hmm. So that's why we have first world insecurities. Yeah. But if we were living in somewhere where we have to fight for our food, we have to go hunt for our food, we have to be careful of not dying while we go get our food, mm -hmm. our might we would not be worried about a, a yeah, like gras of problem is, you know, feeding myself. Like right. So what if someone thinks this of me? Or exactly, mm -hmm. like it's just you have to put yourself in scenarios where if you, it's detachment. It's detachment. If you detach yourself from what other people think of me, like 
you're going to live a stress-free life because that doesn't matter what it matters what I think of me. Mm-hmm. How do I perceive myself? How do I want to change how I perceive myself? How do I get better at it? Like me going to the gym right now, there's going to be soreness. There's going to be struggle. There's going to be discipline. There's going to be me falling off, me getting back on. Then there's eating. There's so much involved. Wait, it's going to be the same thing of changing your mindset. It's going to be the same thing of practicing self-awareness. Same thing with practicing detachment. Nothing in this world is ours. We shall be, that child is not yours. No, she's her own person. It's God's first and then the world's second. Mm -hmm. You're just guiding her. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, exactly. So, no, that's my baby. That's my baby. That's Mm -hmm. my baby. Like you're you're practicing malpractice, you know? Like life does not work like that. Mm -hmm. So, And maybe that's why a lot of uh, people grew up to like not know their own voice because they've heard so many, like, or the first person that they heard was their parents' voice. Like, I mean, it... At, at some point, you have to take ownership for your action. At some mm-hmm. point, like through and through, you cannot be hard on your values on this side and weak on the other side, because then you're false. Mm-hmm. If it's if it's strong on this side and say it happens over here, if it's strong on, I I um I don't believe in drinking, but on my birthday I drink. Well, mm-hmm. no, like you're not being true to it. But it's only once a year. What comes out of butts? Shit, right? Like that was a weak example, but I mean, there's hard, hardcore values that I that I hold true that it, you won't shake me. Like, no, this is what I believe. Oh, then they could threaten me or give me an ultimatum or whatever. I'm like, all right, that doesn't hurt um, my feelings. It hurts your feelings because you want me to do this more than I want to do it. Mm-hmm. You know. I think that's a great place to to end. Is are there like any last remarks? Man, we had so many. How can I? How can I? um, I'm gonna finish it with the one thing you told me. Okay. (laughs) This last time is just to remember that we are a full time energy and a part time body. So if if our energy has to be at 100% all the time, there's no rule book that says it can't be. There's no rule book mm-hmm. says that it's get it's going to get drained. People drain you, kids drain you, work mm-hmm. drains you. It does what you allow it to do. Mm, yeah. And if if exactly. I say I have time for everybody, then I'm will we'll make time for everybody, even mm-hmm. myself. Right? Prioritizing, you know, doing doing what we're going to do is fine, but no matter what, I'm going to be a full-time energy. And when my body says, "All right, it's time to go down." All right, guys, I'm out. Time to go down. But that, thank you for sharing that. I like that. <laughs> Where can people find you? Uh, wherever I am. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> wherever my body exists. <laughs> on Instagram, it is at hey, H-E-Y dot Leche, L-E-C-H-E. The foundation is the same. It's at Hey Leche Foundation. Um, if you guys are golfers, any golfers out there, it is at Hazards N, the letter N, bogeys. Hazards and bogeys. Um, what else? If you're looking into getting your hair done, it is at DTLE underscore. That is for the downtown Lecce experience. I leave us with that. Remember that you are a full-time energy and a part-time body. Amen. Bye, friends. Mm-hmm.